0: Welcome to the Loudoun Impact Podcast, interviewing purpose-driven leaders in Loudoun County, Virginia. And now, here is your host, J.C. Sylvie. J.C. is a Naval Academy graduate, former Navy pilot, and now top real estate agent, focusing exclusively in Loudoun County. My guest today, which I'm super excited about, is Loudoun County Supervisor's Chair, Phyllis Randall, Chair Randall, thanks for joining me today. Really appreciate your time.
1: Well, JC, thank you for having me. Really appreciate being here, and thank you for doing the podcast. It's pretty important right now for us to stay connected in every way possible.
0: So, I'm sure you don't get asked this a lot, but how are you doing? You're responsible for an entire county and, and their well-being, but how's uh, how's the Chair Randall doing these days?
1: You know, there I have I have the days and days that are not quite as good. Um, it's hard because every day they give me the count of people who um, are COVID positive and And uh, if we have people who unfortunately have passed away. I get that count every morning. So that's mm-hmm. hard to get. Um, and that's it's always so unfortunate. I also though lean really, um, I lean into my support system. I'm a Christian. I lean into my church, into my faith. Um, and so those things help. I think now more than ever, it's important that although we are physically distanced and socially distanced, that we are not emotionally distanced from one another and that we find ways to stay connected. So I have um, a lot of really close friends. I have a huge family. I have a great sorority and I have um, my faith that I lean on very heavily. So I'm actually doing okay right now. Good.
0: You have a long career in public service, uh, but you originally started as a mental health care therapist. Uh, Do you miss that
1: work? these days? Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I am by profession, I'm a mental health therapist, and my emphasis areas are, are substance dependence, and I work with um, with the um, offender population. Um, I do miss the works. Yeah, it, it was important work, and um, I found that, the, you know, that, so as I said, I'm a Christian, and God seemed to give me a heart for the offender population, and to do things, you know, to try to um, help improve those lives in ways that I could. I do miss that work, but I will say that work also informed where I want to go next, and so I—I I, um, there were a lot of things that I learned in that in that position that I knew I could bring into um, a new role, and so I miss it. But I—but I will also say I love being the county chair. It's such a unique position. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing way to be allowed to serve and so i I feel like i am I'm right where i where I, where I should be and want to be right now,
0: so you're talking about uh, being where you should be right now so how how did you get to this point? Tell me a little bit about what it was like in the Randall family as a kid growing up at the dinner table?
1: So I am from a very large family. Uh, I am one of uh six kids as a lot of us and uh and we're all very very close in age and very close and so um. It was interesting because, like, all my life I've been around just all these people, and if people haven't figured it out yet. I am an enormous extrovert, and so, but, but it's kind of interesting because in my family I I'm one of the more quiet people in my family. <laughs> tell you what my how my family was. What, where um, are you in the that. Where are you
0: in the pecking order there?
1: Second Otis, I'm second. the second Otis. Yeah. I would say that all of my life my parents told us uh, one thing and that is we have to figure out ways to serve. The service was not an option. My father was in the um, military. He uh, served a couple of tours in Vietnam. He did uh, 26 years. Um, my mother um, has always been really involved in community service and our PTAs mm-hmm. and PTOs. And so what they used to tell all of us is that service is, what you, is, is the price you pay to live in a free society and so all of my adult life even before i became an adult we, we i look for ways to serve and and um so I, I feel like this is just another another service and now of course you know what my father did serving in the military or serving as as first responder or a teacher is probably the highest calling and service that you can have but i also found ways to serve on commissions and committees and boards PTA, ptas <laughs> I was the uh, chair of Virginia's Fair Housing Board and the chair of Virginia State Board of Corrections, both before I became chair of the county. Right. And so my my goal is just to find ways to serve and to kind of go where I feel led and where I feel needed. And it hasn't led me wrong yet. And I'm really enjoying I'm really I really enjoy this position.
0: Did you. uh, uh- Travel a lot as a kid. Uh, move. Uh, you know, you mentioned your dad having a long career uh, as a military personnel, uh, traveling different bases. Is that is that lend itself to you being an extrovert now, and you know, to meet meet friends I quickly.
1: Born, <laughs> I was born in Stuttgart, Germany, and we lived in let's see Texas and Georgia, and and a couple of places before we finally settled down. I was mostly raised in his last duty station was Fitzsimmons army medical center in Denver, Colorado. Mm -hmm. So I was, I mostly grew up in Denver, Colorado, but when you are military, um, you, you just have a lot of people kind of come through your life all the time. And it, it teaches you to be very, um, accepting. It teaches you to be very malleable. It teaches you to, um, kind of go with the flow. And so when things come, that may not, that may be new to you to try to adjust, Um, Because the military, if it demands nothing else, it demands that you adjust to new situations and the new people. And so that that's actually, you know, that's that's my background. But it also taught you taught me a lot of discipline.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: My father um, used to my father was very um, she was very military. I remember growing up. You mentioned the dinner table. I remember going to the dinner table. If um, one of us would ask for like a more dessert, like a second dessert. His answer was things like, "You're not authorized a second dessert. You're authorized one dessert, and that's, that's all, all you receive." And he literally would check our beds in the morning to make sure that they were made properly and all those types of things. My mother once said to him, "Once she, she said, she said, Arnold, they're not, they're not your little soldiers. They're not the military." And he said, "Well, if you give them to me, and they can be my little soldiers." So, um, so I grew up being both uh, accepting of change, but also with a high degree of discipline.
0: Right. Right. So uh, the last duty station where where your dad was stationed was Denver. How did you end up in Loudoun County then?
1: So um, I met my husband, um, uh, my husband of now going on 27 years, and uh, he was uh, in the Air Force Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: he was stationed at Lowry Air Force Base. And and so I met him there, while he was still in the Air Force. And when he um, uh, got out, he wanted to uh, we were engaged and he wanted to come back to the East. Now, when you work in Colorado, you want to go to California because everyone in Colorado right. wants to go to California. Right. Um, he's from Williamsburg, Virginia. So he said to me, he said, I'll make a deal with you. If you come back to the East with me and you stay for just two years, if after two years, you really, really hate it, then I'll go wherever you want to go. <laughs> and I kind of put it in my head. Well, that's an easy deal. I'll just make sure I really, really hate it. Right. And we got here, uh, and we moved to first. We were in Reston for about a year before we moved to Loudoun. and you know what? I loved it. I loved it immediately, and I had to finally go to him and you know say, you know what? You are right. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, so I loved it. And so we moved to Loudon County in '93. So we've been here for quite a long time, actually. Uh
0: huh. And you still love it.
1: I still love it. I, yeah, I wouldn't live in. I think this is the best county in the country. I love being close to. I love being in an area where you can get to both other counties, but other states. Mm-hmm. And and you know, under a half an hour, I can be in West Virginia. Um, in 40 minutes, I can be in um, in uh, Maryland. I can be in D.C. It's amazing to be to be able to be uh, close to other things. I I I love the county and I love the whole region.
0: Right um everybody's uh morning routines is, is a little bit different these days with with covid i it, i personally my morning routine has gotten later and later each day and it seems <laughs> everybody i talk to is going through the same thing um are you going through that or are you still an early riser you're actually your chief of staff was uh calling me bright and early this morning so yeah. maybe they're so, still working
1: yeah. i'm not an early person no matter what i'm right. a very nighttime person usually uh, if people know me, they know that when I finish a board meeting, I might finish a board meeting at 11, 12 at night is when I go work out.
0: Oh my when gosh.
1: I go work out. I mean, like literally the 24 hour gym, I go work out. Uh-huh. I don't normally get into bed until between one and two in the morning, just Whoa. normally anyway. So I'm not a morning person. I've right. never been the morning person. <laughs> but, um, I, my staff knows never schedule anything before nine o'clock yep. in the morning. So yeah. Um, so no, my mornings are pretty much the same because they're, they're, they, they run late anyway, but
0: yeah. I also
1: stay late in the evenings, even now. Um, I, am, I am right now writing State of the County address, which I will deliver on May 20th. Yep. That, uh, I'll still deliver that address. And so I was here like all weekend doing it, and I stay late until the evening. I usually get into work right now with COVID around 9, 30 or 10, and I stay to about 7.
0: Mm-hmm. So you haven't had any days where you've stayed in your sweatpants all day long.
1: I'm sure of the county, <laughs> <laughs> the county government has not closed.
0: No, <laughs> so, no, I, I, I no, I'm in. You're I'm in, in a the business office. suit. Yes, I'm in the office. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So, uh, what's your uh, favorite takeout spot these days?
1: Well, there's a, there, there's a couple of them. I will say, you know, I, I, you know, this is probably not the healthiest thing, but um, I can walk over to a couple of places. I can walk over to tuscaroy meal mm-hmm. um and they have this 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 dish with that's grits and shrimp that is just amazingly good so i I've, I've done that a couple of times i can walk over to uh a uh, uh, fireworks pizza
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i can, can walk down the street to mom's apple pie oh my god so, yeah so i i i think the one thing uh that everyone else has done in COVID uh is it's gained a little bit of weight. So I have to start walking more because yeah. I will tell you, um, I really do try to uh, eat local mm-hmm. as much as possible yep. um, and leave a, a sizable tip when I can. And so I think probably Tuscarora Meals and fireworks are the places that I've gone I've gone the most in. But I really do, um, I want to try the, I'm going to drive up uh pretty soon to go get something from the Percival Pub. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone up there and I hear they have fantastic food, and I want to um, be very supportive to places that are in That's, uh, kind of West and Loudoun County as well. So yep. I'm moving all around and getting food from everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. What is, uh, what is one thing that you really miss uh, now during COVID that you're surprised that you miss it so much?
1: I miss my colleagues. I miss my colleagues. You know, this is a new board. They were elected um, in, we were elected in November, and four of my board members are my colleagues um they're totally new and i said to them recently i said you know what being a county being a supervisor is just the most amazing way to serve and they're not really getting that full experience right now because um we're doing um kind of uh, the telework meetings and that type of thing so i miss my colleagues very very much Mm -hmm. Um, i miss seeing people Mm i um i routinely probably visit our schools three times a month i miss visiting the school kids i miss going to our elementary schools, middle and high schools and talking to the kids. I miss them coming here um, where we on a regular basis have Girl Scout troops and Boy Scout troops come through the through the county for their merit badges. Um, we weren't able to do Youth in Government Day this year. So um, I have learned what I I, I knew about myself all, all along, but I really know it now. I like people. I, mm-hmm. I really do. I, I don't I like people and I miss just having that uh, contact with with. Like lots of human beings on a regular basis, so I, I miss I miss I miss people.
0: It's a tough reality for us. Um, I'm in the same business of meeting people daily, and um, it's just strange. Even even this conversation right here, it's right. it's it it has to do for now, but it's a little awkward a lot of times. And
1: it is not the same, you know. Over the weekend, uh, President Bush. Uh, uh, w George W Bush number forty three put out a beautiful video, and one of the things he's talked about is when in hard times, the things that we normally do to help one another is just a hug or a touch or something like that, and those things are meant for good. But in this t- in during these times, those things can be more more harmful. So this yep. is a a particularly um, cruel virus in that what we normally do to comfort each other uh, can actually hurt another person. So. It's it is a very tough time right now.
0: Let's uh, let's pivot, if you don't mind, to um, uh, more business uh, topics. COVID, we, you kind of led into that. Um, can you talk a little bit about the uh, county's response and uh, specifically uh, the governor's directive yesterday with the three phases? I, I know you're planning on on coming up with something tomorrow to explain that in a little bit more detail. Can you do that for us right now? Would you mind doing that?
1: Let me say a couple of things. One county government has not closed because county government cannot close. And so we have um, sent people home to work from home that, that who we can send home, but much of county government is essential workers anyway. Mm-hmm. So you think about all of our firefighters, um, our sheriff's department, our child protective service workers or adult protective service workers, our judicial workers um, who uh, have to interact with um, people. And so, a lot of county government workers have to be at work. Right. Um, and so, we have worked really, really hard to make sure they had all the PPE that they needed and all those things, um, so that they can keep working. Um, so, for for county, and we haven't stopped our meetings. We um, have moved our meetings to different platforms, but we have kept we have kept on track with all of our meetings. It was important to me um, to do that uh, because. You know, we were elected to do a job and, and we have to figure out how to do it even in a time of COVID. Uh, and we so we haven't stopped that at all. And I also knew that if we stopped doing county government's uh, functions, that a couple things, one, we would be subject to maybe some lawsuits because there's mm-hmm. some things you have to do by certain right. days. And two, when we did come back, everyone would be so overwhelmed that we would, you know, th- there was no way we could have caught up. So we have kept going in county government. And I want to, publicly and personally say that I really do thank and appreciate every one of our county government um, employees who have worked so hard and figured it out and done different things during this crisis, as well as our uh, LCPS school employees, um, teachers who were not trained to go do distance learning and teach on these platforms like okay. overnight, tried to figure out new things to do. And and uh, so I am, I am so proud of my county in so many different ways. And so I just wanna say that first. Um, We did see the governor's order yesterday, and I'm, I'm kind of combing through it right now. The governor's order is not very different, if different at all, from the federal order, which says that they want to see two weeks of numbers steadily going down before you move into phase one. Right now in Loudoun County, we're not seeing that yet, unfortunately. We seem to be in our surge period, so our numbers are going up as are our deaths going up right now. So when we see those two weeks, of numbers steadily going down then we will move into what the governor had deemed phase one and phase one actually still means that if you're a a vulnerable person you still stay home um, um, because we want to keep them safe and so if you're over 65 if you have a pre-existing condition if you have an underlying um, uh, issue you should probably still stay home but then we will start to uh, uh, look at um, uh, uh, houses of worship um, maybe starting to open back up or do something. Um, we're starting to look at some businesses that can still do social distancing, doing mm-hmm. that, um, and then we'll kind of see how that looks. As you know, Dr. Fauci always talks about you move th- to things mm-hmm. in phases, and then you just take a take a take a pause and see how that phase looks, and then you move right. into a new phase and take a pause and see how that thing how that looks. And so that's the plan right now is to follow both the govern the the governor's so the state guidelines, but also the federal guidelines, mm-hmm. which mirror the state guidelines.
0: Is this going to be a a county decision though? Every county has uh, numbers that are are different, so maybe one county could be on the downside where another is is still on the rise uh, how are you handling that is that a decision that the county is going to make when you when you see the numbers flatten or turn is that is that when you go to phase two or phase one
1: so what the governor said is that he if he was considering it doing it by regions not by county but by mm-hmm. regions because if you think about it you know you really can't do something in fairfax that's not done in loudon or that's not done in prince william they're just too close and we have to meet people who work in one county live in another county Learning another county, playing another county, so we're just we're just we're very interjurisdictional in this area, mm-hmm. and so it's not so much county by county as it is region by region. Um, so the governor had talked about that initially, but then yesterday he at least indicated that he wanted to have a whole of Virginia um, answer to this. Right. And so we are going to follow uh, VDH and CDC guidelines um, that are set down. So since VDH is a is a state agency the county will follow the state agency so we will not do anything outside of what the um, Virginia Department of Health guidelines are and at that time now it is true that um, you know that that if you're in Southern Virginia it might look different right but I'll leave that up to the VDH and uh, to decide how they want to do that.
0: That sounds good. I, uh, As you can tell, I need a haircut really bad. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my hair, my, I need mean, my hair done and my nails done and all kinds of stuff done. But that, you know what? Uh, that That is secondary to staying safe right All those things. Yep. I will say also that I am obviously very concerned about our, our businesses, especially our small businesses in Loudoun County. Um, you know, as we are keeping people physically safe, it does not escape us at all that the economy is um is suffering it's why i try to try to always do something as if i'm going to buy food out i i try to do it locally um, mm-hmm. not that i don't appreciate food chains of big food chains but i want to support support local um, so we understand that and toward that effort we actually um have a it's called the business interruption fund where mm-hmm. people can apply for grants up to ten thousand dollars so we had hundreds and hundreds of businesses apply for that and we will there's a, a committee of people who will uh, decide which of those applications are uh, are better to be appropriate. And then it becomes a lotto because we can't, you know, if they're all appropriate, then we will decide via be a lottery who will uh, receive money out of that business interruption fund.
0: Yeah, I, I, I spoke to uh, Russ Seymour at uh, Leesburg Economic Development, also Tony Howard, a little bit about uh, that fund in um, um, I do not envy the the people who are on that board to have to make those decisions because I mean, there's a lot of applications and y- you know the total amount of money is a lot, but it, it's it's not nearly it's enough not. to help loud and small businesses. It it's it, um,
1: it, it, it is not, and so and so we know that there's a second iteration or the third iteration of the CARES Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, Governor, I mean Senator Warner calls it uh, CARES Act 3.5. We do not know if there would be a fourth iteration of the CARES Act or not. Um, you know, it, it's it's lost on no one how much businesses right. are suffering right now. Um, I will say that, you know, that our nonprofits are doing just very heavy lifting during this time as far as feeding people and helping people. But I realize that people um, don't want to be fed. They want to work and they want to, They I, and I realized that, will you move so you can makes it. Yeah. I realized that people want to be fed and so, um, so we want to get people back to work as, as soon as possible, but also um, under the safest conditions possible.
0: Chair Randall, um, where can people reach you? What's the easiest way to do that? Uh, through the website? Or is there an email that uh, if they have questions for you or like um, just to reach out to hear from you, how, what's well, the best way for them to do that?
1: The best way is via email. And that's phyllis.randallouten.gov. It's the best way to reach me um i have uh my myself and two of my staff members try to look at our we get hundreds of emails every day yes um and we try very hard to stay on top of the emails but the best way are, are um, is is through email and and if and the people feel like they want to reach out to me i i hope that they do i will also put one more plug in there um, as a mental health therapist um i will say that this is a tough time for everyone and if someone is feeling alone, if they're feeling um, too isolated, if they're feeling scared to, to reach out to um, mental health services and all the different departments that will help, social isolation and physical distancing should not mean um, um, emotional isolation. Mm-hmm. And so uh, please be sure to, you know, not everyone is, not everyone's doing well during this time. This is really scary. Um, and so please reach out and uh, do not feel like there's not people here to help you and talk to you.
0: Chair Randall, really appreciate your time. This is uh, is special for me. I um, always wanted to chat with you, get to know you a little bit more. And I enjoyed our our time together uh, talking about uh, your background here in Loudoun County, but also the uh, county's response to COVID. So uh, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, You've got a lot of responsibility, um, uh, a tough road ahead of us, but we appreciate your leadership
1: well thank you jc i appreciate you and i appreciate the county how about we make we, we make a appointment right now to do this in person when we when we as soon as we can
0: i would love that maybe uh we'll uh, share some um, fireworks pizza and maybe a beer or two
1: sounds, <laughs> sounds sounds very good thanks so some well, by the way i don't drink beer so all right <laughs> i'll do, do a great ice tea for fireworks pizza though deal <laughs> Thank you, JC. I appreciate it. Yes,
0: ma'am. Thanks for joining me.
1: Bye-bye. Thank you, Loudon. Bye-bye.